You're listening to Cast Cluster E, Season 7, Episodes 18 and 19. Party on Garth and of grave importance. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hello. And we're also joined down in New Orleans by our other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And over in Texas by our two experts, we've got uh, Annie. Hey. And also John Pavlich, we heard at the top. Greetings. And we're also joined by a returning special guest, Bianca. Hello. Hello, how's the, hey. how's the library hey. scene? It's good. I am actually going to our system-wide meeting tomorrow morning to talk about my book club, so oh, things are going well. Cool. All right, but uh, yeah, you've got a little bit of a cold going on as well, I guess. Yeah, I do. And also, hopefully you guys can't hear this, but my upstairs neighbor just started her drumming practice. <laughs> Oh, is that what that is? I <laughs> thought it was a heartbeat. I thought it was a Oh, no. Okay, I'll try to mute myself as much as possible because oh, it's always I, for, like, a full hour. It's wow. fine. My wife is playing, like, uh, uh, the guitar in the next room, so I'm sure that that'll bleed over at some point and <laughs> we'll have a whole band. That's a, that's a uh, secret jam session across uh, podcast. That's right. God, yeah. the, dr- the drumming is horrible because it's only ever on nights that I, like, don't feel good. <laughs> It's, the, okay, we'll, it's we'll like podcasting rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> does she only do the heartbeat, or does she have something else? Oh no, it will evolve over the hour. But it might get feel like The end of it turns into Travis Parker. She's like, no, she's she's not that good yet. She'll get there. Yeah, okay, so I'll mute myself so you don't hear it in the background. Well, there she goes. <laughs> All right. Heart stop. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I hope they're okay. <laughs> All right, Mr. Pavlich, why don't you give us our uh, our party on Garth? All right, the first episode in this mini cluster, Cluster E, is Season 7, Episode 18, Party on Garth. Garth needs the Winchester's help on a case battling a shoujo, a Japanese creature sent to seek revenge on enemies. This is the one that was about an alcohol demon. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it was about. Well, we, we discovered uh, to our delight that there was a, there was a uh, special guest star. That was, uh, well, special in this house anyway. It was probably, it was not, uh, she wasn't special guest at the time. She was just uh, the kid, the... Uh, the young girl in the episode is uh, is played by Megan Charpentier, and uh, she was in a movie that's near and dear to all of our hearts in this house. 
Okay. What? Near and dear to our hearts? No? We just watch well, it a whole lot. The, the kids love it. The kids it. watch it a lot. You've watched it on your own this Christmas season. Well, I was sick. <laughs> That's my excuse. excuses. Excuses. I did uh, and not that mo- feel well. And that movie is uh, Grumpy Cat's worst Christmas special ever on Lifetime. Ah. Except for it's not on Lifetime anymore. I don't think they've rerun it since, but we have it on DVD. So. Right. The first season we the first uh, the first year uh, we watched it on the DVR uh, a lot, and then uh, we bought the DVD the second season, and now now this is the uh, third third Christmas season with Grumpy. I can attest that it is still on the Lifetime Movie Network app because uh, it keeps popping up for me. I just didn't have a chance to watch it this season, sadly. Yes, it's got uh, Aubrey Plaza as Grumpy Cat, the voice of Grumpy Cat, and uh, and Megan Charpentier as the uh, as the main uh, the main kid character in it, though really pretty much the main character besides the cat. Oh, and she also played a uh, a bully in in It this summer. Oh wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody saw it. I know I didn't see it yet. I've been meaning to. I've not. I've not seen it yet. I'd yeah. like to. All right. Um, and of course, the other special guest uh, listed in the credits at the end, in a, on its own panel of the credits, was uh, Mr. Fizzles as himself. <laughs> That's awesome. so dumb. Mr. Fizzles was so creepy, <laughs> <laughs> but effective. Yeah, I gotta say, like, I don't know if. Um, at that age, that I don't think that would have worked on me. But you know, I'm I'm yeah. I'm not like most kids, you know, or at least I wasn't at the time. So yeah, I'm I'm assuming you hadn't seen a shojo when you were like eight. Uh, not that I can remember. Maybe I was <laughs> at the time. I don't know. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, time for high points, I guess. Drunk Garth. I think all Garth is a high point. <laughs> he's, True. he's more fun but, than you think, you know, uh, like he I, says. I, I thought Drunk Garth was especially uh, amusing. Yeah, it's interesting because I remember in the last time he showed up, in, you know, the first time he showed up, like he just, he was a little much, uh, you know, a little bit of that character goes a long way. And I was like, okay, this is, this is, this is going to, get old fast. Um, but here, I think it helps that he's actually kind of good at his job. Yeah, exactly. And it's nice to see like another hunter at work. Mm-hmm. Cause we haven't, I don't think you've seen that for a while, you know, of no. like how other people kind of get things done. And it's usually, usually if they have another hunter, uh, in an episode, it's to show that like, you know, Sam and Dean, like, like they're doing, they're doing it their way. And that's the best way. You know, it's like these other guys, like they, exactly. they either take it too seriously or they're, or they're too much of a screw up, you know? Yeah. But I like that. I like that in this episode, like Garth actually, like he was, he was smart and he, he helped like solve the case. Like he came up with, with stuff. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I actually have in my notes that Garth grows on you. Just like uh, they say, I loved his, um, his uh his friend his uh i'm about to ship out and i'm not going to be able to be here for the funeral so i'm here to say goodbye to my friends like i thought that was really yeah it's kind of like and clever way to look at the body (laughs) exactly yeah but it is uh what what do they call that honor thieves stolen (laughs) the the conservatives uh, probably i believe that's what they call that what i like about him is i like his theme music 
That that is just Boys Bell Bib Devoe. Bell, 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 Bell Devoe, yeah. That was pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, my 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 personal high point was just the the I I I, I dig a concept creature, and I like that it was a, a creature you can only see when drunk. That's I, yeah. I like the, that that thing, and then I also had Tess, Mister Fizzles, as himself. <laughs> and uh, and Garth grows on you. I have all of that on my uh, on my page. Yeah. Yep, because he wasn't really, you know, like his character kind of is played for laughs, but he did a lot of the story, like moving along the story, yeah. was his character and figuring out yeah. the, figuring out the the extra kid that they didn't know about and all of that. Yeah, figure, he figured out the extra kid. He figured out that you had to be drunk in order. To actually see the demon, <laughs> um, he got the he got the girl to talk. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. He won the episode, really. Yep, skipping yeah. ahead, but yep, he did. <laughs> oh, fr- frankly, Garth didn't get the girl to talk. Mister Fizzles got the girl to talk. Oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I. <laughs> but I, 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 I like that, uh, <laughs> that Mister Fizzles, like. When when he was when Mr. Fizzles was in a two shot with Garth, they both turned their heads in unison, and that was fun. You know what that you know what it reminds me of? It reminds there's a if anyone's ever seen the show Red Dwarf, mm-hmm. it reminds me there, there's an episode called Quarantine, uh, and there's like this there's like this it's like a it's like a computer virus, but it but it acts like an actual virus that like infects people uh, and makes them crazy. And one of the characters on that show is a is a hologram, mm-hmm. and uh, and so he's the first to like go crazy, and he has a little penguin hand puppet on his hand called Mister Fibble, and that like the puppet like whispers in his ear, you know, and it just it reminded me a lot of like a lot like that, and they they did stuff where like you know he would he and the puppet would have like similar movements, so like if you know he turned his head. The puppet would turn its head with him, and it's, it, it sounds really like there's a good chance that this was based on the, those. Those two yeah, things are related. It's plausible. It's plausible. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so similar. Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure they were inspired by. Yeah, so many years. I'm not sure if I would remember having having seen that episode or not. I. I mean, the the trouble it's with Red Dwarf is you really catch you catch a few here, a few there, and when you know they used to broadcast on PBS. In some markets down in Twin Cities, they broadcast. It was hard. It was hard to catch, and when you did, you were always really grateful. And then I don't. Do we own it? We own uh, just season one, I think. Okay. Or maybe one and two. I'm not sure. I, it, you know, it might be on Netflix. I'd have to check. Um, but I know that, that 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 that's how I saw it was on PBS. Was right. they used to run, they used to run it's on it like Netflix, on Netflix, and I get sick. Now I know what I need to do with it. Yeah, if it's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, <laughs> is Red Dwarf the one that had like the guy that was a cat? Yes. 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 Okay. That's I remember seeing it like, on TV when I was like a kid, but I don't think I ever really watched it. Like I just remember it. It's friggin' hilarious. And they, he was like a fancy cat, right? Yes, he was. He was like uh-huh. a James Brown cat. And yes. okay. it's one of those okay. ones where I went, I went like just after college, they stopped making it, and then they just kept saying, "Oh yeah, it's coming back soon. We'll, we're doing a movie. It's coming back soon. We're making a movie." And then finally, they came out with like a mini series and another series, and now they're gonna—they're working on another series right now. Wow, that's the yeah. season, another season right now. So, 
Interesting. Um, do we want to move on to low points, or did everybody hit all their high points already? I don't know. I kind of want to talk about Morris Day in the Time, but I'm going to stop. <laughs> Why do you want to talk about Morris Day in the because Time? Because it reminded me of the fancy cat. Okay, but now I'm... Yeah, just... he, did, he did look a lot like that, yeah. Yeah, Morris yeah. Day and the, the cat and cat probably work out together. The, yeah, somehow. That, that works out. All right. Yeah, I see that. That's cool. Um, I... Like, I like the idea of the shoujo, mm-hmm. but I'm, I wasn't crazy about the execution. That's what I got. Like, that's my yeah. That's my low point. Yeah, I same. said that they made zero effect, zero effort on their creature design. Yeah, I was. Yeah, like, what is like this, she, the like ring? she, she looks. Yeah, she looks and Sam even mentions the ring at the beginning of the oh, episode. Oh, I know. So you're kind of primed to already be thinking about it, and I then that's all before, you could see. Yeah, before they said ring in the episode, you said, "Is that is this supposed to be the girl from the ring?" <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, it's just it was just really like the makeup and everything was like really basic. Like she almost looked like a community theater kind of. <laughs> It was like I'm community a theater ring girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, These come on, happen. like These things happen. I don't know. Give her some like I don't know some veins or something. Like I don't just go a little bit extra, you know. Yeah, it was basic, and then it was just weird because it's like okay, so clearly this is like the ring or the grudge or whatever, mm-hmm. but why, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and, and they've 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 uh, kind of. Uh, They've had some of the aesthetic of those movies for a long time. You know, for the, we talked about it in the pilot episode that there was there was you know Japanese. The woman in white was very yeah aesthetic, yeah yeah. I mean that's that, I mean that too. In their defense, like that is that is a very Japanese thing to do. Like well, it's just it, the, yeah, it's a very horror movie thing to do. It's like mm-hmm. you know, long black, black hair, white nightgown, and stringy yeah. hair. Yeah. So I'll agree with that. Yeah, I had I had um, to look up I had to look up the casting because I because I wasn't sure I was like did they do some whitewashing in this, but no apparently the woman who played the shoujo is in fact uh, Japanese, and uh, she apparently she's a stunt woman for X Men movies. Oh, so so yeah, nice and I hope the teriyaki chef was also the teppanyaki chef was also uh, Japanese. Uh, <laughs> that was a hysterical little side bit that they threw in there <laughs> to like make it work. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh. We can't read Japanese. There's no way we're going to be able to figure this out. Uh, well, just, you know. Read like, this? <laughs> and it is very reflective of how they have to probably just get stuff done on the road of like, oh, well. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a thing. Like, so I'll check out the pawn shops and get a bottle of spring water and ask this yeah. <laughs> ask this guy to hopefully help us out. This is yeah, if you pay our business at work too. Just if you pay somebody enough, you know they'll it's like, sure, I'll I'll read this thing for you. I don't care. <laughs> he, and he looked he looked mildly bewildered, but not too bewildered. He was like, okay, whatever. Like this, yeah. this, this crap could happen any week. You just don't know who it's going to be. You know. Uh, so okay, Bobby. Can we talk about this? Yeah, yeah, that's that's something coming up here. Yeah. Oh, that Garth is kind of like. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel, y'all. I feel like it cheapens the whole thing for Bobby to come back. Well, I think that just because I, I know more than I probably ought, just because I have friends that enjoy the show. And well, I know yeah, that me he's too. Still at I mean, the cons and stuff. So I figured he was still coming back. Yeah, I mean, there was a there was a tweet at some point where the, where he was like, "I'm going back up to Vancouver to shoot some more," and I was like, "Oh, well, okay, I guess he's in this season at least." <laughs> I guess he ain't dead. <laughs> Ghost dad or whatever the hell this is, I don't know. 
<laughs> it's impossible oh. to avoid everything. And I mean, yeah, with with just with just a few tangential uh, uh, supernatural fans in the friends list on Facebook, you'll suddenly just get a retweet or you know, a copy of a copy of a, uh, um, a Jim Beaver quote, uh, you know, yeah. tweet and right. I I knew that he wasn't gone forever. Although I've got to say the the, the Megan Charpentier, I'm I'm sure I know that I looked at her IMDb in the past, so it has to be one of those ones where I was like semi spoiled on her coming up, but I've totally forgot. So I'm doing a good job of uh, totally forgetting of, of looking at IMDb and looking at someone on IMDb and going, oh, super! Oh, I don't, I don't need to know that, and then forgetting it because <laughs> it was job. a surprise. Good job. So Eva, you just would rather his character. Be dead. Like, how many times can they have... laid to rest. Oh, my friend, you are on season seven of Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) And there are seven more seasons to go. How many times have have just our main characters died and not died? Exactly. We should start a Wario pool, right? We can, like, bet on how many times each one is going to come back. And then you know and at the at the end the of this we'll have, to, we'll have to send each other Oreos like fla- like special. That's flavors. a great plan. I know. <laughs> oh god, or have like a pool or something of like <laughs> tally up all the guesses. I'm I'm waiting for the show to become sentient and send in a voicemail to be like, "Have you met me?" <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. There's a chart for for how many times the boys have died. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure there is. <laughs> Dean is Don't look it up. <laughs> well in the lead because of the mystery spot episode. <laughs> I'm sure they'll give us the exact number in the musical episode. There's a musical episode? No, there, there there hasn't been, but you know, there could be one. And then, you know, this this the you know, the song, you know. And I've died blank times. <laughs> exactly. I was I was making a buffy joke more than I was Spoiling anything. <laughs> you haven't seen the because you stopped watching during season five and I never watched know. it. I know you will never let me forget that I stopped watching during season five. I get it, Paul. I get it. Well, you said you'd watch more at some point. I know. I haven't gotten around to it. Now I have to watch Red Dwarf again. So yeah, I know. Just be <laughs> She's busy. I am. Well, season two of Travelers dropped right before, right after Christmas, and I have only seen one episode of the new season. That at all. No, right. I don't think you watch Travelers, but I'm just saying that I watched the first season; it was really good, and now the second season it's weird. it's hard out there for a geek. It's got Enrico Colantoni in it. So. Oh, oh, and then the one thing I saw that was advertised—I'm not sure what channel now. The Alienist that looked like something I'd like. Oh, to oh that was yeah. so good! I, book, I really yeah. want to see that. I read the book. The what? The book. The Alienist. The, the Alienist by Caleb Carr. Yeah. So, and that starts like next week. It's about like the early days of. Profiling serial killers. Yeah, yeah. yeah that the, book was really good. Was it? I haven't read the book. So. The, yeah, it was really good. I want to watch the TV show because it looks pretty. That's the one that has that that has uh, like Teddy Roosevelt as the police commissioner, right? Maybe. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. Just, it had some cool dresses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The clothes look beautiful. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a well-dressed, handsome man that I saw in the previews. <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm I'm going to go for the clothes and stay for the story. Okay. You know, I always, every time I guest on this podcast, I'm always like, Dean's suit looked really good. And you guys are like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I listen to when I 
you know, the episodes I've been on, I'm like, God, I really do say that every time. But <laughs> I appreciate a well-dressed man. Yeah, yeah, me too. Or, you know, anyone in a suit that's cut really well. Well, do we want to move into some uh, some quotes, or do we still have any more uh, high points, low points? I didn't, have a, I didn't have a low point. I was sort of, like, knee-deep in scrubbing the floor and uh, just, like, doing a lot of housework while I was watching this. You put too much water but, on the floor if you're knee-deep while you're scrubbing the floor. Oh, for God's sake, Paul. <laughs> but I did have one sort of meta thing that, that made me giggle a little bit. It was... Um, uh, when Dean was, you know, griping about uh, craft beers and uh, how um, how dumb they are, and then he he tries it and he's like, actually, that's pretty good. Um, today, actually, I believe was the grand opening of the family business brewery in Austin that uh, is, I believe, co-owned by uh, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. Yeah. Oh, I did see something yeah, about yeah. that. Chris, you posted, I posted that on the that Facebook on group. The Facebook. Yeah. yeah okay. I think, I think it's just Jensen. I don't think I don't think Jared has a stake in it, but yeah, I'm not really sure what the relationship is there. Who knows? But... Well, that's but, yeah. nice and sorry, Dispitus. Dispitus. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I thought it was funny that you know, the, today is the day that I'm watching that episode where he's like craft beer, poo poo. <laughs> 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 Drinking the beers. That's good stuff. Yeah, I thought it was weird that like that like Dean was being a snob about beer, and it's like, really, Dean, you? Yeah, I thought I thought it was like, I, you know, I it, I had a hard time interpreting it because I thought I thought he was meaning that that it was a you know that was bad, like it was like a like a wannabe macro brew or something like that. Well, I thought that he only liked like you know. But liquor, fizzy, fizzy, yeah, liquor for manly, but yeah, fizzy fizzy yellow if he was going to drink anything yeah. else. So. Plain old suds. It's just like you see him drink beer all the time. Like he's never been, you know, Picky he's never, guy. he's never, yeah. And so I just, I thought it was weird. I thought if anybody would be all about this, you know, it would be Dean. Like but, at least they had him liking it, liking it after he tried it. Yeah. Once they got got that out of the way, he was like, oh my God, this is amazing. What kind of beer did your grandpa drink? Uh, my grandpa probably drank, uh, I, you know, I really wouldn't be able to say. Really? Yeah. Old Milwaukee. I remember that. So yeah, there might have been PBRs. Yeah, I, it's, I, I'm vague on that. I mean, my grandpa down in Iowa, he was always in the nursing home by the time I met him. So yeah, that I can remember him anyway. So, but yeah, I, my, I suspect he didn't drink much. And well, my grandpa Zepernik, I don't think he ever drank. I don't think any of them drank in that house. Yeah, I think the Fowler the Fowler house was definitely uh, you know on the dry side, if not dry. Oh. But uh, but the Mackies that worked I, out for your mom, didn't it? The Mackies might have been might have been PBR, yeah. might have been, it could have been. I mean, because I'm trying to remember like whether the brands from up here were around anymore at that point. I mean, I don't think they were. I think most no. of them shut down by then. So probably yeah. I remember my grandpa's old Milwaukee. It's stuck. I don't think there was. I don't think we ever. I don't think there was ever hams around. I mean, hams hams is the Minnesota beer, but I don't think we ever had hams from around. The, the land of Sky Blue Waters. Yeah, the commercials were great, but. Uh, the that. bear. No thigh slapper. No, there was no thigh slapper. It was well, it's all microbrews in, in Duluth now. I think. Oh my gosh, They, they had kidding. a ranking of best best cities in America for beer, and we were number seven. We have a lot. Of wow! Beer. Wow! We have Bent Paddle. And... Oh, don't don't try to count. There's too many. Okay. Bent Paddle, Blacklist, uh, Castle Danger, just oh, up the shore. That's my favorite. Yeah, I know Castle Cream Ale is wonderful. Mm. 
Anyways, that's beside the point. They're all popping up too. (laughs) Oh yeah, new ones all the time. Uh, What comes after quotes? Uh, Does nobody have quotes? Quotes. Okay. Quotes. Yeah, quotes is next. Uh, And uh, Bianca gets first crack. Yay! Um, dude, I just drank a whole beer. Of course, I'm drunk. <laughs> he he looks skinny enough to maybe be a lightweight. <laughs> My mom is like that. <laughs> it's all about your metabolism. Okay, okay, yeah. Jenny G, your ganking days are over. You just got Garth. Can you even get drunk anymore? It's sort of like drinking a vitamin for you, right? <laughs> oh. Mr. Fizzles, I'm your friend. Yay! <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I don't know the exact quote, but I remember. I think my favorite part of that was, uh, "Mr. Fizzles can tell when you're a liar." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fizzles was so creepy. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> I also have the second half of this one. I forget how he sets it up, but he's basically like, you know, the wife is suing you? Why? She said, because she's angry and grieving, and this is America. <laughs> right. Not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Well, I just had the one quote. I got nothing. I never do. Hey, can I have some more thigh slapper? No. Coffee for you, Tara Reed. Coffee with Kahlua in it? <laughs> <laughs> My god, I missed that somehow. <laughs> I also like sort of Garth in the beginning and he said yeah i clocked out put it to bed problem solved and i'm headed your way so uh fire up that hot tub (laughs) (laughs) like he's a weirdo but he would be fun to hang out with i'm sure he's a player (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's like yeah my lady friend has twins (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's funny because in the in his you know, previous episode at the very end, they hinted at the idea of like him getting together with Becky. Um, yeah. But I guess uh, they didn't end up doing that. Yeah, maybe that didn't work out. She was kind of crazy. I was saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah kind of. They she was a creeper, so good, I guess. Done. Well, should we move into who wins, who loses in this episode? Who Just say who wins. Who won and who loses? Are you drunk? <laughs> he might be. Do you see a uh, scary thing coming at you? No, you're not scary. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a neither because I really do think Garth won the episode. Yeah, completely. Garth Agreed. wins. Garth wins, so I have to go neither. If I was hard-pressed, I'd say Dean wins for getting the kill, but really Garth wins, so we should say neither. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. neither. All right, cool. Asterisk the smooth tie. Garth. Uh, so we want to move into ratings. Let's do it. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I thought this was like pretty boring, but like entertaining. So I'm going to give it a four out of ten grown-up drinks. Ooh. <laughs> I actually thought this was pretty solid. Um, like, like. Garth was really fun. Uh, I liked the concept of the shoujo. Um, and, uh, you know, hey, Bobby showed up at the end, which was kind of sad and, and, you know, surprising. 
Uh, so I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this one eight out of ten thigh slappers. Oh, oh well. I'll, <laughs> <next>. I'll, <laughs> I'll ask Hank a minute. Um, I I actually I enjoyed it. Uh, the with the exception of the execution of the sure the, the ghost. Yeah. But um, I'm gonna give it. Uh, let's do six out of ten ghost dads. Very nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, you know, I've, I've basically not only was my rating system. I actually have most of what John said there. I have a solid standalone that also pulls Bobby at the end. Pulls pulls in Bobby at the end too. And then I rated it eight out of ten. Uh, we'll go with uh, Running Springs in a Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it was it was also pretty respectable. Um, you know, uh, there are many episodes that I'm not watching along with you guys because this is not a season that I would like to revisit all of. Um, but this episode is fine. So I will give it a 7 out of 10 unknown freakadeeks. <laughs> they were nice. Annie? Um, I also I, I enjoy this episode. Um, DJ Qualls just totally steals it um, and makes me enjoy uh, everything he does. So um, I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 Drunken Masters. Very nice. That gives this episode a 6.67. Not too bad. All right, cool. All right, we've got a little bit of feedback that we got in from uh, from Facebook. Uh, Sweet. Does, would anyone else like to read some of it? Uh, Simone's goes on a little bit. Uh, I do not have it open. Okay. Uh, let me find it. I have the tab somewhere. It's way too far I have for me to read it. Many tabs. I could zoom it in. Yeah, sorry. Right. Where is it? Hey, is it cast? Can't well, go can away. Read, I'll, read, I'll read Nutty's in the meantime. Because it's short. Okay. Uh, Nutty's, I found it. Nutty's uh, feedback is for Party on Garth. I love Garth. He's just fun. I'm always in for a Garth episode. And I, hopefully that means that there's going to be occasionally another Garth episode, but maybe she's just talking about the two that are in this season. Who knows? Uh, I am always in for a Garth episode. The idea of the drunk see the drunk seeing ghost is interesting, but the kid drinking mom's drink was creepy. I think the end fight was fun, actually. Sorry, Yvette, Bobby's back, but this time he's a ghost. <laughs> okay, uh, Simone says on Party on Garth, um, Jenny Red Herring Green Tree. You've been Garthed, quote, by Garth. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right to slip in a ring reference early if your monster of the week is going to be the girl from the ring or as close as you can get without being sued. <laughs> because this is America and people sue their families. <laughs> and TV shows that steal Japanese horror icons. Whoa. The Eye Slapper Ale. Yeah, I think the name speaks for itself. It's hilarious that Dean rags on it until he tries it. And Garth gets wasted on one bottle. Really, Sammy, did you just ask Dean if alcohol even works on him anymore? If you're concerned, do something. Don't joke. Uh, Tess thought the police would arrest her for accidentally drinking a grown-up drink. If I was Tess, I'd be more worried about all the death. (laughs) 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 Uh, Party on Garth, quote, Dean. Garth's special lady has twins. Mr. Fizzles, I heart Garth. LMFAO. (laughs) (laughs) 
The boys don't know squat about reading Japanese, so they hunt down a sweet Japanese chef and pay him to help. Outsourcing. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I just hit scroll. Uh, drunk sword fight. Bobby's flask. Bobby helps Dean. Instant Swayze, quote Dean. My beloved Bobby, and he says idgits and balls. Shoujo out. Nice. Thanks, nice. Simone. Very nice. Thank you. Right. Uh, well, I think that wraps up Party on Garth. Hey, Garth. So... All right, which brings us into the next episode, which is Season 7, Episode 19 of Grave Importance. Sam and Dean get a call from a hunter friend named Annie asking for help on a case. They arrive in town only to discover that Annie is missing. And we found her, so problem solved. <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, hey, so uh, speaking of, we found her. Uh, she's she's not been in any other episodes that we've seen, correct? I don't recall. I, I had that I exact same question, Paul. Yeah. I was like, "Have we ever seen this woman before?" Yeah. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they acted almost as if we should have. Yeah, my high point. Right. My high point is that I I really suspect that she was created for the episode, but I think they did a really good job of making it seem like we've seen her before. Yeah, and yeah, she, yeah. She really, she really I, blended in well. I think I think she did a great job with the uh, the role. I think part of that's yeah. good casting because that's uh, I believe her name is Jamie Lunar, and she's been in a ton of uh, like sci-fi, you know, Canadian television. She was on um, my favorite like short-lived TGIF sitcom from the '90s, which was Just the Ten of Us. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Hey. oh my gosh, I remember those shows. I felt like she was like a pseudo Ellen. Like, yeah, yeah, she was very Ellen. Very much had that vibe, yeah. Ellen is dead, but we can bring back (laughs) the general vibe of that character. There is no way that lady was 30, I'm just saying. Well, I don't think they said 30. I know, they they said in her 30s. Oh, yeah, that lady's not in her 30s. She doesn't look like 30 to me, unless you've been smoking a lot and. Uh, it's a hard party at 30 it is a hard it's a hard life as a hunter i don't think so (laughs) yeah they could have easily said that she was in her mid 40s but if you you say she's in her mid 40s and it starts to make the uh the boys hooking up with her a little bit well it was a little bit anyway because she (laughs) know what yeah she was 30 then they we we discussed that later because how old are are the are they even supposed to be right now? They're supposed to be maybe thirty, right? Yeah, I don't know. Are they pushing thirty at this point? They're pushing thirty. I think they're. I think well, this is seven, their ages do get established. This is seven years after Sam was going into grad school. Yeah, so that would be thirty. Well, they're yeah. I mean, they're 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 old enough to drink, but when the show starts, yeah. So so they're at least in their early twenties. Well, yeah, like I said, um, Sam was going was working on going into grad school in the in the pilot. So. And the earliest you could go right. to grad school is like at 23, 21, 24. 21. Oh, 21. Yeah, 21 if you went right yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I guess 21 in season 1, then he's 27, 28. 27, 28. Yep. Right. And then Dean is 4 years older. So he should be like 32. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we dig any further into that, I want to say uh, my highlight is Victoria. I just thought she was a really interesting and likable character, um, and it bums me out that we only get her for one episode. Vic, 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 Victoria. 
Nice. Nice. She's, uh, she's, uh, you know, tied to the house, so, you know, even if, uh, I know. Even yeah. if she yeah. survived the episode, uh, she, I just, she needed to I, I thought she was really cool. You know, something bothered me this whole episode. Um, I don't think the situation quite matches, but I was like, this reminds me of something. What is this reminding me of? And I finally worked it out about half an hour ago. Um, the the guy, Van Ness, th- that was the main bad guy ghost, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he reminded me of, um, you, you remember the episode of Angel, the, the ghost in, in Wolfram and Hart? Who is sort oh, of yeah. eating uh, other souls to hell to keep from going himself? Yeah, I yes. do remember. Like, That's that. it. That's what it reminds me of. I uh, believe. Are you talking about in season five? You're talking about Pavane? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He very, he very much had that vibe. Agreed. Yeah. I believe right, the episode so... the episode was called Hellbound. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. We have uh, more high points. Yes, my high point was that gorgeous house. No so, kidding. Did you see that door? <laughs> oh, okay. So, number one, Here we said, go. first of all, that it was a haunted house from 1862. The second I saw the building, I was like, no way. Is that from 1862? <laughs> I was like, those fireplaces are wrong. Those look like the fireplaces in my house. So, it's got to be like early 1910s. Yeah. So, I looked it up, and this house is Hatley Park Ooh. in British Columbia. Uh, it was built in 1908, so that's right. Um, and, yeah, it was. I have a whole story about it, but basically it was built by, like, a rich guy, and then it belongs to the government of Canada, and now the government of Canada, like, rents it out for movies, basically. But it was also in X-Men and in Arrow. Cool. cool. Interesting. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. Like I looked at all these pictures, and I was like, "Ooh, this is." Yeah, scary. I mean, it was a little. It was a little difficult to like really get a feel for the place because it was very dark, and you know. And I'm sure they they dressed it up to make it look, you know, yeah, decrepit and everything. Draped in ghosts, you know. Right. Yeah, draped right. in creepy ghosts, but yeah, it's a gorgeous building, well, and it is. I mean, it's pretty dark right, inside. To make out, yeah, I could. T- I like, yeah, I bet it. It probably is uh, pretty nice. But it's supposed yeah. to be in in what Northern California. I wasn't clear on exactly where they were. I, I, that's what I figured. What they were. Uh, yeah um, um like Aunt oh my Lee other Lee high point was mentioned it that really quick like where where it was but i forget my other high point is that dean with like the wet hair looked really good yes <laughs> agree oh yeah it's like who when they're alone taking a shower takes like opens the shower curtain, reaches for a towel, and then closes the shower curtain again. Like, why don't you do that? <laughs> yeah, the perfect it opportunity for us to have some nonsensical, gratuitous shirtlessness. <laughs> Depends how Agreed. cold it is in the room. That's right. You got to keep that steam in <laughs> there. Keep that steam in there if it's. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually, I actually have had instances where, like, I'll, I'll be taking a shower and I won't want to like get out all the way, so I will sort of poke my head out and reach for, you know like you know whatever i need without having to you know actually step out of the shower so so i uh-huh. i have i have been there so it, it does happen i guess that's just me being thirsty then <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with that it's fine. <laughs> the uh the, the supernatural wiki says that it's bodega bay california so wherever bodega okay. bay, california would be that's where they are mm. Mm. right okay 
since I don't think it's a real, real place, I don't Yeah, it probably doesn't matter. I guess my high point for this episode is that the other foot finally drops with the whole Bobby thing. Like, you know, they're not being strung along with, like, oh, you know, is, is he, he here? or isn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't spend an entire episode of, like, him trying to reach them or them trying to make contact with well, them. Well, like, we kind of do, though. <laughs> like, he's still trying to, yeah. But at least there's, like, that moment of him finally appearing. Yeah. We'll get into that because I have so many nitpicks about this episode, mm-hmm. but. Um, at least that part of the storyline has been addressed finally. Yay. Sorry. Have we hit all the high points? I think so. I think so. I like um, all the stuff with uh, Annie and Bobby just sort of trying to communicate with the other ghosts and learning how to be ghosts, how to, you know, Swayze things. Yeah. I, I would have liked that if any of those rules... We're friggin' concrete later in the episode. Right. I just right. feel like they just kept making shit up. And, you know, he's like, hey, fella, tell me how to be a ghost in these parts. And then he, like, says something. But then, you know, we've got him fainting later in the episode. Then all of a sudden they can freely touch candlesticks and shit. Like, if you're non-corporeal, why can't you just walk through the wall to see where the secret door is. Well, they did do that. Mm, no, not, not for the secret door, though. He not for the still secret open thing. could have just walked through the, do- through the wall. Yeah, like, why would you not just right. walk through the wall? Mm. Or, you know, zap yourself upstairs, zap your yourself through, downstairs. Stick your head through that wall and go, okay, well, this this wall just goes, you can see the you know the, the physical work. Oh, right, I get, what you're, I get what you're saying. Like, oh, hey, yeah, and like, you know, they're to trying like, to establish some ghost yeah. rules, but then... Half well, the things it, it they little, do. It is a little weird and inconsistent given that, like, you know, they're like they're sitting on the couch. So they are interacting with the furniture. But then Bobby's like, oh, I can move the table. And he goes right through it. Yeah. So, yeah. You'd think they would be able to sit. Well, you know, there's, 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 the, there's, that and, there's different you know, physics for ghost butts than there are for ghost hands. <laughs> and I guess it, has to, <laughs> it has to do with, like, how long you've been a ghost and how strong you are. Mm-hmm. But, like, then that should mean that Bobby would have a better handle on things than Annie did. And, you know, they're being chased by the ghost, but they don't, like, ghost zap themselves downstairs. But then he does. I was like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> are you ghosts or are you ghosts? It's also kind of, like, frustrating that, like, the character Annie, she never learns how to do any of that stuff she has to have other people do it for her well it makes sense because she's the newest person who died like when they run into those teenagers who had just been slain like they don't even hear anything because they're just out of it all right then whatever exactly but that's why it aggravates me because none of it is consistent (laughs) you know you're just kind of believing in it moment to moment yeah, I agree with you. Um, that's not my my low point for the episode. Mine is is like the weird slut shaming that kind of goes throughout the episode. Because I mean, like you know, there's everybody's reaction to Victoria, um, but then also just the idea that like, oh, like like Bobby and the boys have have hooked up with this woman at least once before, 
and it's played as like a joke or as like something we're supposed to be disgusted by. And I just, I never had any issue with it. I'm like, sure, why not? Well, I didn't think it was slut shamey. I thought that it was just them being like, oh, oops, <laughs> like that secret's out of the bag. Like, they didn't say, like, ew, you slept with her, dude? Like, oh, but you slept with her, too. Like, I think it was just kind of... Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It, like, it just, it, it, it left a weird taste in my mouth. I could see that, but I was like, Annie, get it, girl. Okay. Oh, sure. No, I was, too. Bang them all, Annie. But uh, something oh. about something about like just like the show playing that for laughs. Like for I don't laughs. know. Like like can't like can't we just can't we be over it by now? Like yeah, can't we be I past agree. This? Well, I my low point, and I, I'll be willing to retract this later on if necessary. But I I just have this feeling that the uh, the concept of the ghost that can kill another ghost and absorb the power and all of that yeah. is never coming back. That was truly lame. That it's there for this episode and will never return. And I, I, like I said, I'll fully retract that if they ever bring it back. But uh, it's just my my sense that it's just one of those one-off things that we need to create a character that can do this for this episode. Yeah. Also, I was just gonna I was gonna ask like because I can't I honestly can't remember. Is this the first time we've had a ghost that like has been like you know? there and present, you know, where you can just, like, talk to one and they're helpful and friendly. Mm. 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 What about Lucifer? Maybe. What's that? I mean, is that completely different? He's not a ghost because he's an angel. He's an archangel. There was the woman in Roadkill who didn't know that she was dead. Oh, good point. Okay. Yeah, there's that. Then I'm fine. That's all I needed. (laughs) As long as as there's there's one. And then I was bothered by the utilization of the really slow drawing on the mirror. Because seriously, if I was going to write that, it'd be like, you know, I write really fast. I guess it was was difficult difficult for him, yeah. It really bothered me. I was like, oh, for God's sake, just get it all over with. all, All he did was write the first letter of his name, and Dean was immediately like, Bobby? Yeah. I was like, yeah, you can stop there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't buy that. Yeah, it's like like playing charades. As soon as they get it, you just say, that's it, and then move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really annoyed by um, when uh, Bobby and Annie were talking, and she's like, what do you think happens to them, you know, when you, when you burn the bones and they go away? Heaven, hell, nothing? And he's like, most likely they're just gone. I'm like, really? Of all people, like, Bobby personally knows people who's been to, you know, who have been to heaven and hell. Yeah. So he oh, does damn, know that right. there's more. <laughs> yeah, he knows it exists. Well, I, this is this goes back to a question that I asked at some point is, is a ghost the same as the soul or is the soul already in heaven? And the ghost is the remnant. And in all of these cases, is it always that the, the soul is the ghost? Or is the soul in purgatory? Those are my favorite kinds of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're ever answered in the series, but yeah. yeah I mean, okay. Where's Annie's Reaper? Because sometimes, yeah, where's Annie's Reaper? And sometimes they, they seem to say that the ghost is just like an angry remnant of something that got stuck. So is that does it mean the angry remnant is actually the whole soul there, or is the soul already gone and the ghost is the angry remnant? 
don't know, Paul. Know. I feel like it's a remnant a lot of days. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all used up, that's all that's left is this angry remnant. <laughs> Uh, any more low points? Uh, I didn't like the acting. I didn't like Annie. Her acting skills felt very... Uh, community theater, did you say, John? <laughs> I didn't I didn't love her performance. I thought it was a little stilted. Wow. Oh, all right. Savage. <laughs> the makeup sucked, too. The, the makeup was makeup. awful. Yeah, yep. was I know. It's like, did somebody just like go get some cream base and rub it over their lips? What the hell is that <laughs> So, do we want to move into quotes? Yep. Again, Bianca gets first crack as guest. I, I can kill werewolves, fix a pinto, and bake cornbread. I will be damned if I can't zen. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Okay. Please. Uh, when the, the teenage boys are talking about Debbie and Dudley and the possible terrible ending of their relationship and the, they, they go, uh, the final moments of their love story. They've been together since like eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. They entered this house and texted us. <laughs> the whole conversation was funny. I had that one too. <laughs> I hate these indie films. Nothing ever happens. <laughs> wow. Dead. Ghost. Me. Three words you never want to use in a sentence. Is that it? That's, that's everything sounds I got. Sounds like it. All right, next. Uh, yep, sounds up or down. I only, I only wrote one other one down. Oh, okay. uh, hi, I'm Bobby. I'm a ghost. Looking for a little ghost orientation here. Je <laughs> m'appelle <laughs> Bobby. Yeah, that's, I forgot. <laughs> forgot about that part. That was great. All right. Well, that's all I had. Yeah. yeah. Do we have feedback? Uh, do we want to do feedback now? Yes. Okay. Wait, do we yeah. do ratings first or feedback? Well, last time we remember. last time we did the you know, we got who won who lost in ratings yet. If we go by what we did last, uh, I can't remember. Just, just moments ago. Feedback then ratings. I can't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> okay. So uh, so. Uh, F- feedback then ratings. Feedback yes. and then who won, who lost, and then ratings. Yes. Okay. Feedback now. Yes. Okay. Feedback now. All right. We've got uh, two. No, we've only got uh, just Nutty. Nutty. Well, not, and Nutty's awesome, obviously. So not just Nutty, but Nutty says for grave importance. More Bobby. Sorry, Yvette. I like this episode <laughs> though, but I think Ghost Bobby is fun. I'm still sore at him, the character, for staying, but I think he is fun. Annie is more sad because she never got a reaper, she never got a chance to cross over properly, and they haven't explained what happens to ghosts who are vanquished. Do they go on to the afterlife, or are they just stuck nowhere? Or are they really destroyed? Thanks, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. Thanks, Nutty. More good questions. Indeed. So, who wins this episode? I chose Bobby. Hmm. Hmm. Intriguing. That is intriguing. Yeah. Oh, my notes just went away. You know, the guys were really pretty equally matched in this one. You're right. Yeah. And they didn't really... Well, they, they didn't really do much. Yeah, they burned, the, no. they burned the bones as a team, and uh, 
guess I could give it to Dean for the nice hair in the shower. Oh, yeah, he looks real good. I'm giving it to Dean. Agreed. I'm going to go with that. Dean for the the shower. They did did save Bobby from getting vanquished. Okay. From from getting drained, because they were able to burn that one guy's body. But which one won is the question. It won't be because the shower. I got Bobby. Yeah, I think Bobby. I think Bobby did did a lot during the episode. To, yeah, to I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bobby. So I guess that m- would mean neither. Neither in this in our ranking system. Right. Yeah, agreed. Hmm. Because if three of us say Dean, and I don't know, well then that would be Dean. Who wins. wait? Hold on. So John, you say neither, right? Right. Yeah, I say Paul. Neither. You say neither. Annie, you say neither or tie. Okay, and then oh shoot! We have a, no. So we have three deans and three neithers. And three neithers. That <laughs> shakes it out to a tie. That's yeah. a tie. <laughs> That's a tie. Which is still neither. Still yeah, neither. a neither is a tie. <laughs> At least the way I wrote the formula That's in my okay. spreadsheet, anyway. It's all right. We'll live. So yeah, we cool. win. <laughs> so nobody wins and nobody loses. It's the perfect outcome. Yay. <laughs> Mediocrity. All right. Mediocre. And who wants to rate? Speaking of mediocre, or maybe not. Uh well I'll say speaking of mediocre. Um I didn't love this. Um for reasons that I've already laid out. I just thought it was like blah. All of the metaphysical SOD was getting on my nerves. Um, so I will give it five out of ten fancy ladies. Damn oh, it. snap. Damn That's it. exactly mine. <laughs> I was going to say phantom fancy ladies, but that's all right. Yeah. I'll come that's up right. with something else. Okay, I got it. All right. Okay. So it was, I, I actually really enjoyed this one. And um, I imagine, you know, there's things about it I didn't like, but for the most part, it was enjoyable for me. Um, I actually, I, I was scared by this screamy ghost. Do you remember that, that part? With the yeah. That, that actually scared me. And so that doesn't happen very often. So um, I'm going to rate this one um, 8 out of 10 candlesticks in the study. Ah. Very nice. Very mm. Yeah, I, I, I feel very much about this episode that I did the last one. That it's 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 just a very solid, uh, you know, example of a of a good supernatural episode. Um, you know, I, I like that we got we got progress with with Bobby and and his whole situation and the fact that he was able to actually connect with the boys and and you know they're all on the same page now. Um, and I like, you know, I liked the character of Annie, even though she was only there for one episode. Uh, and I like, you know, I like the character of Victoria. I thought she was interesting. Uh, so I'm going to give this one eight out of ten wet deans. Nice. I liked it a lot. I, I've got it that, that it would be, you know, a, a solid standalone episode, but... But for the fact that there's plenty of Bobby in there, and I thought I, I think Bobby really did a lot of the work in it. He did a, a good job with it. So, uh, and then you also just have the sort of the at least the knowledge that that Bobby is sort of backish. You know, he's he's back, but a ghost, and 
And that's kind of that's not wrapped up necessarily because I'm sure that there's going to be some uh, some bargain struck or something like that somewhere down the line to make him corporeal again and all the rest. But because uh, <laughs> that's the way they, they that's the way that the show does things. That's the way most shows do things. I mean, you know, there's there's a character in Angel that was non-corporeal and became corporeal again. So. Just in case there's anybody that's still going to be spoiled by that, I didn't say who. <laughs> yeah, we should put a spoiler warning on that last episode. <laughs> or, no, this episode. Wait, Paul, what was your rating? Oh, I didn't get my rating yet. Uh, that, that was okay. getting up to that. Uh, so I gave it uh, eight too many candles out of ten. Because uh, who breaks into a house as teenagers and then lights like 25 candles in the room all over the place. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my God, that beautiful place is going to burn down. Blow those out. Blow those out. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's like, it's like, if you, it's like, if you have to, if you have to light all of those candles to, to make that place romantic enough that you want to fool around, then maybe you shouldn't be fooling around in that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Annie. Um, this one's all right. To me, it's kind of a filler episode and I was, still busy scrubbing when I was watching it, so <laughs> it's okay. Um, I kind of enjoyed it, but, you know, not one of my favorites, so I'm going to give it uh, 6 out of 10 wannabe ghost facers. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, I really liked the building, and I got to learn about a building typology that is prevalent in Canada and in New Zealand and Australia, but not so much America. So that was fun. Um, yeah. Other than that, I didn't love it and I hate that Bobby's back. It just is cheap and I'm tired of it. So I'm going to give it five out of 10 Scottish baronial mansions, nice. <laughs> which gives this episode a 6.67. Hey. The exact same as the last one. What? Oh my gosh. That's really cool. <laughs> All right. What? I'm glad this was I'm glad this was a little mini cluster. Yeah, cool. And neither of them were six point six six. I know. Too bad, right? Oh, we missed out. <laughs> one of these times we'll hit that. Can't wait. And then Satan will appear himself. Woohoo. As a guest. And Lucifer, yeah. But will he look like Mark Pellegrino? I got nothing. We can ask him how he feels about the portrayal, for sure. I got nothing here. I'm all good. Oh, Lucifer. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our episode for tonight. Uh, Bianca, thanks so much again for joining us, uh, despite your your illness and and, uh, drum solos. Oh, yeah. She she did stop. but um, she did. She usually tries to stop at like ten, but tonight she went to ten oh seven. Yeah. Are there any? But uh, now I learned how to mute, so it was okay. Great. Are there any uh, any websites or any places you want people to go? Uh, no. All right. All right. Cool. No. Well, you should go to Yvette's new blog. Yeah. You should go to my new blog. Yeah. Lifetime dot com. She watches the the holiday switch. <laughs> I can't wait. That sounds so good. Yeah. So I will forward interest to Yvette. All right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, uh, the, then I guess the only thing left to say is, uh, oh wait, what what is our assignment for next week, John? Next week's assignment is another Nubentary episode. It will be 
Season 7, Episode 20, The Girl with the Dungeons and Dragons Tattoo. And, I can't and our whole audience, all like three of them are going, yay! <laughs> I, think we have a, I think we have a split on that one where, there, where we have a different person for the noob interior and for the episode. Okay. But oh, one, wow. of, one of them oh. is nutty. Awesome. Cool. I, uh, I read all those cool. the books. The oh, the, the actual books, books they're yeah. referencing? Yeah. Not all the Dungeons and Dragons them? manuals. You didn't read them, did you? No, I never read any of them. Yeah. And then it was really I read the first two. The with my dad. You watched the movie? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Apple. I know. He's like, hey, I bought this movie. Let's watch this. I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. And, and that was the original foreign language one, Yeah, right? it yeah. was. It was very awkward. I watched the I watched the original on Netflix, uh, and like I think within something like fifteen to thirty minutes, I like knew who the killer was. <laughs> uh, and then I watched the remake, you know, just to check it out, you know, because I'm I'm a David Fincher fan, and it was okay. I thought th- I thought both of them were just fine. I didn't I didn't really see anything. So I was like, why is this so special? Like, why did the, why did this blow up? I thought the American one, like, the main character looked more like I wanted her to look. Like, she yes. wasn't as glamorous and pretty. Because the Swedish one, she's just gorgeous. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was, I don't know. I thought the books were better than the movies, for I sure. I really enjoyed the books. But the yeah, movies. so it must have been it must have been a thing of, like, maybe the books are really good and I'm just not. And they got lost in the translation. Because, like, I watched both yeah. movies and I yeah. was just like... These are fine, like they're, but they're nothing special. The books yeah, the are book so is much popular. It's kind of like the Da Vinci Code. Like, if you saw the movie, it's like, yeah, okay. But you know, reading the book for the first time was like, mm. wow. Yeah, I remember I read that book on like a plane, and I was like, this is so good. And then I tried to read it again, like recently, and I was like, no, it, it wasn't. <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> I lied to myself about that one. Uh. All right, well, I suppose we should probably uh, sign off and say happy hunting. Yeah. Happy hunting. Happy hunting. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Idgitcast from quadruplez.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash We love feedback. You can email us or send us an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to prevent accidental spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. Find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. Lyrics and vocals by Idgitcast's founder, Allie Jones, who you can find out all about at imthewonderband.com. The closing music you hear right now is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan and is used by permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack as well as back episodes of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You can hear more from the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, an intro cast for the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. And now Yvette will tell you all about select movies from the Lifetime Network. Find out before you watch what movie has all the best people and who is the worst. Yvette will tell you all about it at moviesofourlifetime.com. John Pavlich can be heard on CastleCast, a fan cast for the ABC series Castle at castlecast.net and his own Sofa Dogs podcast at sofadogs.libsyn.com. Now you can also watch the Sofa Dogs YouTube channel at youtube.com user slash sofadogs. 
and he is currently acting as Global Coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of charity screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity, benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host an event, visit www.cantstoptheserenity.com. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, an intercast for the television series Slings and Arrows, also featured on QuadrupleZ.com. My breath control, breath control, breath control. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all ready? I don't know. We'll see. You said you were ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Take two. Hello, welcome back to Educast. I am one of you. <laughs>